What's up, world? Welcome back to another episode of Just Grow It, the podcast. I'm your host, Big City Gardener. And today, we're talking about how to amend and fertilize our garden beds between seasons. Let's get to it. It's midsummer, and that means it is time to start planning for our fall garden. It also means that it may be time to replace old with new. As a matter of fact, that's something that we have to do every gardening season. Right now, I'm in the process of removing spent summer crops to make way for fall seedlings. But before I will plant anything in the fall, I always make sure to amend my garden beds. So let's talk about how to do that properly. Before amending our garden beds, there's a few things we need to think about. First, we need to think about when are we going to start our fall garden. And in order to do that, we need to have some sort of planting guide, planting calendar, and a planting plan together. If you're an urban gardener or someone with limited space, you may have to remove some plants that are still producing to ensure that your next season crops succeed. For a fall garden in a place with short growing seasons, If you wait too long to remove your old crops and plant your new seedlings or seeds, your plants may fail to reach their full potential. It's important we get our fall crops in the soil while it is still warm and the days are still long. That way, they have enough time to develop a strong root system so that they can produce the harvest that we're looking for. Now, Before we can amend our garden beds, we need to remove the old plants. And there is a specific way that we should all be removing plants from our garden. Rather than yanking the plants and roots out of the soil, I recommend you cut the plants at the soil line, leaving the roots behind in the ground. If you're asking yourself, why should I leave the roots in the soil? Let me tell you. Underneath the soil is a whole world filled with microorganisms. Removing the roots from the ground disrupts this world of beneficial microbes. Sometimes people forget that soil is alive. Well, it's alive if you're an organic gardener and you're feeding the microbes. Your soil's probably not alive if you're using synthetic chemicals and pesticides. But I know that's not you, the listeners of this podcast. Think about if somebody ripped something out of your body. How much damage or trauma would that cause? And then, how long do you think it would take for you to heal and recover? Now, apply that same mindset to our soil. By yanking the roots out of the soil, we are going to damage the network of mycorrhiza, fungus, and beneficial bacteria that we've worked so hard to create. By cutting plants at the soil line, we help increase the biological diversity within the soil. We help increase the water retention abilities. And as the roots remain in the soil and decompose, they will feed the soil, which in turn feeds your plants. So now that we have removed the plants, we can talk about amending the soil. If you're asking yourself, why do I need to amend my soil after every growing season? Well, the reason is simple. As plants grow, they extract nutrients from the soil. By amending the soil, 
we are providing micro and macronutrients that will help restore and improve the soil's nutrients and structure. Oftentimes, you'll hear people refer to amendments as organic matter. Amendments are things that are made of living, dead, or decomposing plants, animals, and microorganisms. This organic matter or these amendments help revitalize our soil so that our next round of crops are able to thrive. The amendments that you decide to use in your garden are entirely up to you. Whatever you decide to use, make sure you take a look at the NPK ratios. Do not add too many amendments that are high in the same macronutrients. This can lead to a term known as nutrient lockout. Some of my favorite amendments include vermicompost, regular good old compost, azomite, kelp meal, cottonseed meal, crab meal, and fish meal. You'll hear other gardeners talking about blood meal and bone meal. I don't personally use those in my garden, but that is just a personal choice. What I like to do is to get a combination of any of the amendments that I just listed and combine them in equal parts in a five-gallon bucket. Make sure you have a lid for this bucket. At the end of every growing season, before I plant my next season's crops, I apply my blended amendments to the soil surface. Now, after you apply the amendment to the top of the soil, you are not just going to leave it sitting there. You can grab a rake, a shovel, use your hand as long as you have a glove on, and you're going to work these amendments into the top few inches of the soil. I recommend going light, meaning don't overdo it. The amount of amendments that I add to the bed really depend on what was growing in the bed in the season prior. If I had heavy feeders such as squash or tomatoes, then I'm going to add a little bit extra amendments to the bed. After I've worked those amendments into the top few inches of soil, then I'm going to water them in. The water helps activate these amendments. They will continue to break down and release nutrients into the soil. If you don't want to go the route of mixing up your own amendments, then you can simply purchase an all-purpose fertilizer. Whether you're using fertilizer or amendments, I will always tell you to use a little bit less than the recommended dosage. And that's just because, in my opinion, it is better to under-fertilize than to over-fertilize your plants. And that's simply because once that amendment or fertilizer is added to the soil, you cannot remove it. But you can always add more. Using a lesser amount of fertilizer or amendments helps prevent burning of new plants and seedlings in our garden. If the fertilizer or amendments are too strong, they can overpower the plants and that will slow their growth. In my mind, the goal is to just give our plants a little boost while the soil starts to revitalize and repair itself. Now, I try to amend my beds after I have removed the plants from the previous season. You remember that bucket of amendments that I was talking about? I usually only add those twice a year once in the fall, and once in the spring. And I try to amend my beds a week or two before I replant the bed. This way, the amendments can work themselves down into the soil and set off a little chain reaction in my soil food web. But 
If I sat here and told you that I always did that, that would be a lie. Sometimes I amend the beds the same day that I'm planting. And that's another reason why I suggest that you use less than the recommended amount on the packaging. After I add the amendments and I work them into the soil, I'll let that sit for a few days. And then I'll come back and top the beds with compost. Whether I use vermicompost, mushroom compost, or whatever kind of compost, it doesn't matter to me. Sometimes I'll even use composted chicken manure. I just use whatever I have available at the time. Now that I have chickens in my urban garden again, I will be using a lot more composted chicken manure. Besides vermicompost, it's actually my favorite animal manure. Now, if you're not making your own compost, then I recommend purchasing local compost instead of buying nationally supplied bagged compost. The reason being, just like soil, compost is a living thing. Local compost will contain more life and be higher quality than the stuff that you source from big box stores. Yes, you will pay a premium, but your plants will thank you. If you think about the compost that you find at big box stores, it's produced somewhere that we don't know. We're not able to see how it is produced. And then it's packaged in plastic bags and shipped across the country. Then it sits on the shelf where it's exposed to various temperatures. Remember, this stuff is alive. If it gets too hot, we're killing some of the beneficials that are in the compost. And the same thing happens if it gets too cold. By purchasing from a local source, we'll know that the compost is more than likely fresher than what we're getting at a big box store. That's how we amend our beds before we plant in the next season. And that's it for this episode of Just Grow Up the Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Share it with a friend or two. If you know somebody who's about to start a fall garden, don't let them plant without amending their bed. Go ahead and send them this episode to make sure that they're doing it properly. Now, get online, do a little bit of research, and find out which amendments sound good to you. Maybe even find some amendments that are produced locally. Once you have those, make your own concoction and just grow it.